Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host, Estelle, from FierceFemaleCo.com, your female empowerment coach. If you're ready to dive in deep and learn all the tips, rituals, and insights to help you let go of the old version of yourself and unleash your inner fierce, then you are in the right place. This is your space for uncut and real conversations with real women about all things, dreams and desires, mindset, holistic wellness, balance, and spirituality. Hello, my loves. What's up and welcome to another episode of Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host, Estelle, empowerment coach and the founder of Fierce Female Co., where we are helping you reclaim your power and uplevel your career, business and life. Guys, I'm very excited to give you this episode. This is an interview, a podcast interview with the beautiful Julie Drakowski. She is a medium, a speaker, a healer, and an author. She is someone that I've collaborated with a number of times, and she's been on this podcast quite a few times. I'm going to link the previous episodes in the show notes. But in this in this episode in particular, we dive really deep into the energetic themes of 2024, what you can expect in all categories of your life. So we run through some predictions in categories such as career, business, relationships, friendships, finances, well-being, health, home, like we really go very deep. And this is a really great conversation because we're also providing so many practical tools that you can take away to implement in your 2024. Um, So there's a lot of kind of take it and run information here too. Um, We also have a conversation around 2023 and what were the lessons like what were the key themes and what you know you need to potentially let go of release process integrate in order to experience the best 2024 so i hope you guys enjoy this episode if you have any questions if you would like me to interview someone else on the podcast if you've got someone in particular you would like me to interview let me know shoot me a dm because i'm going to be doing more of these interviews um in 2024. And so I'm, I'm very, very excited about it, but I know you guys are going to love this episode. Make sure you share about it and tag us at Fierce Female Co on Instagram and tag Julie at modern.day.medium. I'm going to pop all her details for you guys in the show notes. Enjoy this and yeah, cheers to a freaking awesome 2024. Hello, beautiful Julie. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much, Estelle. You know me, I love doing anything with you. So I am (laughs) super excited to really like to end the year on such a beautiful high with you. I I couldn't think of anything more. And I think when we, I think when we actually connect, we're both going, I was thinking about you. (laughs) 100%. I think it's so aligned and we normally speak more regularly. We haven't in a while. And that's why I just think it's so nice to reconnect and bring people this energy in this conversation because it's a very reflective time of year and I think Mm -hmm. even though people are there's lots of things on it's very busy for everyone but in the back of our mind it's very reflective we're thinking about what has the year been for us like what lessons have I learned what are the themes and like what is 2024 have in store so I think it's really cool to have this conversation with you so welcome back to the show I think this is the third time I think so, yeah. Maybe, possibly fourth. Yeah, I think it's oh, the fourth time. Yeah. Which is so cool. 
<laughs> one of um, our most popular guests, which is oh, really exciting. And for those of you guys that don't know, Julie and I do lo- have done lots of like live Instagrams in the past and we just mm-hmm. really get along. We have like a good energy and mm-hmm. it's just really nice to bring this conversation um, to the wider audience. So I'm excited. This is going to be a little bit different because instead of like us just doing more of an interview style, it's going to be more of a conversation, obviously mm-hmm. Julie's insights, but more of a conversation around the 2024 insights for the collective. Yeah, yeah um, totally. Themes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hundred percent. I'm super excited because when I sat with this the other day and got all the information, I was like, Oh, I'm really looking forward to 2024. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I'm yeah. really looking forward to 2024 and I'm interested to talk about that as well with looking at the lens of 2023 first. So, mm-hmm. um, but before we do kick off, for those of for those of, um, for those of you that haven't heard of the people that haven't actually tuned into our episodes before, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and the type of work that you do and just like what mm-hmm. led you on this journey to have this conversation in this moment in time? <laughs> yeah, totally. I love that. Um, so for me, uh, yeah, so I've been doing uh, psychic ministry readings ever since I was 16, but I kind of had the gift when I was really, really young. Like I think my mum said uh, I used to start talking about seeing dead people when I was like three or four, like, you know, stuff like that. And she would take me to all these healers going, is there something, is my daughter broken? <laughs> and they'd be like, no, no, she's completely fine. Um, she's just a bit gifted. Uh, so that's kind of like, that has kind of led me into, you know, doing this as a profession because coming from a corporate background, um, I had a real strong pull when I was in my mid to late thirties to actually follow my spiritual path um, and I think having that corporate background and working in HR and business and sales it allowed me to um, I guess look at readings in a really practical way I think anyone who's had a reading with me I'm not your typical reader that you would um, see like you know in one of those crystal shops where we pull out cards and we talk about crystals and angels and things like that yes that's there but um, I always look at life in the lens of practicality like how can we take this information that spirit's giving us and how do we actually integrate it into our life? How do we learn uh, the lessons that are, you know, being presented to us? Because if otherwise it just becomes noise, otherwise it just becomes like information overload and then you don't do anything with it. And it's kind of like, well, to me, I'm very much, I don't know if it's because the double Libra in me and the Virgo moon, I'm really about okay, if we're going to do this, let's do it properly and make sure we get the outcome that we're seeking that's in our highest good. So I think it's probably what's led me, you know, to have the friendship with you and to be able to work with you quite well. Um, and even, like, even with my clientele, like, I feel like I'm, I've been really blessed with the clients that I've had that they take the messages on, they align with what, you know, they take what aligns with them and they actually do something with it. So I'm a very practical doer type of reader. And I love, I love that yeah. balance because I, I noticed that with you so much. I've had a number of readings with you and just, you know, when we've collaborated on things, like I really value that within you, with you because I feel like that's where it gets lost, where sometimes mm-hmm. when you see other readers or other spiritual healers, it's what they might be saying might be amazing and so powerful, but you're like, wow, and what the hell do I do now? <laughs> yeah, totally. And I've had readings in the past because I always like to um, like, 
if I've get, gotten really busy, I like to tell my clients, well, you can go see this person or this person because I've, you know, trialed them out and that type of stuff. And I completely get it. Sometimes like I'll sit there and go like, oh my God, it's amazing. I love it. Now, obviously I know how to integrate it because it's part of my world. But then I sit there and go, how would a, a, the average person know how to like integrate this? So I think my my kind of interest in it and having like, I probably have had like hundreds of readings ever since I was really young. Um, it's kind of helped me actually become more practical in my approach because I, I get that all this information um, can seem magical and beautiful and very unicornish. Um, but at the same time, it's like, well, how does the unicorn put on like their, you know, their let's get this together vest and actually forge through the forest? Yes, I love mm. that. I think that's so important. Um, mm. that's very cool. A very, very cool. And you've got a lot of exciting things coming up, which we're going to talk a little bit more yes. about towards the end, which I'm so excited to hear more about, because also for myself, because I'm, I want to know. So <laughs> <laughs> I want to know the things, but before we do get into a bit of more of an energy update and talking about themes for 2024, can we just talk a little bit about 2023 and your observations, what you felt and saw collectively Oh my God. Yes. Very interesting year. I'd love to get your insights on that. Totally. I feel like with 2023, it was definitely a year of um, self-reflection. And I think we spoke about this as well. Like, you know, it's like, I know for me, uh, I, you know, this is really strange. I'm going to say this because I think a lot of people have experienced this. It's almost like as if we went into 2023 with this big energy going I can feel big things coming and I think it's going to be amazing and look for I'd say like for the most part it has landed in that way that you know there has been some big shifts for people so you know I've heard a lot of people getting engaged and getting married and I heard a lot of people you know divorcing or separating so it's kind of like on both extremes like it was very rare for people to be sitting in the middle it felt like it was a year of like there's no middle ground for 2023 it's like your middle is you being reflective and figuring out what you actually want and taking the time away from the rest of the world to to get to your decision making and then it was big decisions about career I think like no jokes I think the amount of people that I saw that were at a crossroad with their career and at a crossroad within relationships. And I found like a lot of people's relationships this year, if they were in a partnership, it kind of like felt it was having to be, it was stretched. So it was either stretched in a really positive way to get them to the next level, or it it was stretched to be like, this isn't working. Um, And same with like um, people who may have been seeing someone or were single, it was kind of like really figuring out what best, what type of relationship is best going to serve me? And then uh, coming to an agreement that if you wanted to be with someone that both parties needed to get to that point themselves, they needed to kind of find that frequency and vibration um, to then later on possibly come together or find the, the right vibrational person in the future. So I'm really excited to see, to actually talk about the 2024 in, in, in that area because a lot, a lot of stuff did come up. But I also found that it was a time of, it's like because there was such stagnant energy, I felt like a lot of people were throwing all their ideas onto the wall and whichever one stuck, that's what they went to. It's kind of like the image I have. It's like I'm throwing all of this like, um, do you remember back in the day, what's it called, like that putty glue yes. thing that we used to, it's like I'm going to throw this colour and if it do, if it sticks, that's the idea I'm going to go with. And the moment it starts to you know fall down the wall and turn into like water then I'm done with that idea so I felt like a lot of people um 
even like like resurfacing old ideas. So you would have found that as well this year that um, things that you thought you let go of back a couple of years ago and said, I'm never going to do this again, you kind of did again. And it's because the energy was stagnant and a lot of people didn't know where to turn. And when you don't know where to turn, you tend to go backwards a little bit and like look at, hang on, this worked back then. Let me see if it works now. Maybe I was too quick or judged it like harshly. And so I need to bring it back in. And you'll find that that kind of happened for a lot of people. I would say between like April, May was probably the big turning point for a lot of people to kind of get into their heads and freak out a little bit. Um, and then um, just play our old cycles till about maybe August, September. And then after that, they realized, oh, they can go to bed now. They don't need to resurface. And so you would have found that coming from like September, October, November, and now we're moving to December, a lot of people would have changed particular aspects of their life and made more healthier decisions about finding balance again. And that's kind of what I feel people are taking into next year but 2023 as much as it was tough and difficult and very restrictive in a lot of ways almost like holding you back it actually taught you a lot of your uh lessons that you a i reckon for a lot of us we already knew but we just had to kind of relook at them again um and some new lessons and it was very much about the lessons about how you operate in this world. Are you an overthinker? Do you, know, do you let this narrative kind of take the better of you and then it causes like upset and angst and, you know, disconnect in your relationships or you someone who felt too much and didn't take the time to sit back and plan? So I think this is the year that made you really um, figure out like how strong you are, what makes you tick, um, and like how you actually are in relationships, because I feel like when I say relationships, it's not just romantic, it's family friendships. Cause this year there was a lot of kind of moving away, um, from friendship, predominantly friendship circles that no longer served you. You just kind of, the, the frequency wasn't there. It's not about like, are they good or bad? It's just you vibing something different. And I think this speaks volumes as to, um, what type of, uh, friendship you desire moving forward and how you actually shop in friendship circles. Like I know for me, um, I'm there for a lot of people, but I need a lot of space for myself. So um, people who are my friend tend to know that I'm probably not going to talk to them for a while. And then I'll come and resurface again, if that makes sense. Um, because I'm not, I'm not the person that, um, likes phone calls every single day and text messages every it's kind of not me and I think it's because of the work that I do when and I think if I if I wasn't being of service I would crave like you know the friendship circles on an everyday basis but because I get connection every day and it fulfills me in the work that I do um, then I need to fill myself up externally so uh, friends for me is important but it's um you know, and it's kind of like whether you think of it ever selfish nature, but I have to be a little bit selfish if I need, if I have to do the work that I have to do. And so these are things that I've learned a lot about myself. I think that was a very accurate reflection of 2023, <laughs> where some of the things you said was just really, really landed. I'm thinking about the people in my life, um, even my own clients and their journey and even myself. Like, I feel like one of the things that you said was very interesting was stagnant. I don't know if you use that word, but I felt like people 
felt stagnant this year and that's where they were kind of going into their old toolkit and being like okay cool so that used to work I'm going to give that a crack and I'll give that a crack mm-hmm. and I'll give that a crack but mm-hmm. it's like we went on this journey of losing ourselves again and again to then find mm-hmm. ourselves again totally. um, and I think it's it's really cool because I feel like it's like there was a point where things shifted very obviously as we know very dramatically in 2020 it's like mm-hmm. boom it was a huge shift and it's like in some ways, I believe that there were actually very substantial shifts that happened this year, but it was actually perhaps more subtle, but people mm-hmm. are learning that they need to operate differently and do things differently, but the environment didn't like present that to them in such a harsh way, but it, it kind of really um, required them to think very differently and do things totally. differently. And so even though it wasn't as dramatic as 2020, but I just feel like the landscape is changed. It's changed in so many areas when it comes to business, when it comes to career relationships, like the way we're consuming things, the way we're engaging and interacting, like everything's shifting quickly. Um, yeah. But it was less dramatic than 2020, but almost still kind of exhausting. Oh, my God, totally. I think 2020, um, it was like survival mode. Do you know what I mean? But it was a very obvious survival mode. Mm. 2023 was exactly the same. Like if you have a look at... The, the toolkits that you were saying before people went into their old toolkit to see if it worked this year, I guarantee you if they examine it, it was a toolkit that they used in 2020, 2021. Mm, 100%. So all it is, all we've done is this has been a, a year of like reflection, but really clearing stuff out because I feel like we can't take anything anymore into 2024, especially if we're moving into the age of Aquarius and, you know, all these planetary shifts that are happening that everyone keeps talking about. You, you can't take the fear and the old way of doing that we were suppressed into in 2020, 2021, 2022, 2022, with the whole covid aspect. Do you know what I mean? This is like, I think this is the year of where everyone's like going, okay, enough is enough. I'm no longer going to get held back, but i got to get rid of this fear and this doubt and this old narrative. But it makes sense that everyone was just like, let me try one more time. One more time, let me just see. And they realise it just doesn't work. Yes, and I also think um and I'm interested in what you think is that there was confusion like if I think of some words it's like stagnancy confusion I think people felt very confused and so I'm wondering Mm -hmm. if yeah because of that confusion because of the kind of like the dirty goggles like will it lead to more clarity will we feel a sense of clarity in 2024 um which I think is kind of an interesting conversation but I also think that from a perspective of 2023 it was like yeah, it's like there was a journey of like, I want to say like re-emerging, but just like finding yourself in different layers and in different aspects. And I, it also like required some stretching as well. Um, mm-hmm. And you said before, it's like a strengthening of who we really are. You got to figure out how strong you were. And I yeah. think that's really cool. And if I think about that in my own life, I thought I think about, okay, cool. Like as a mother, like in business, in setting my own boundaries, Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's some really interesting insights that people can kind of think about when it comes to that and reflecting that perhaps if things didn't happen that they they that they wished um, actualized in 2023, how can they actually look at it from a perspective of like, but wait a second, like how did 2023 show me how strong I was? You know, yeah. or did it show me some some gaps or some areas that I need to strengthen? Probably both. But let's yeah. sit with that for a moment because that's really important, you know? Totally. And I, you're right. I think it did show people both sides of who they are. Because like I said, I, I felt that 2023 was 
um, a testing of your um, individuality, I think. And, and what I noticed, and I kind of moved away a lot from social media and just posted the things um, that I felt that would help others, but because only because I was feeling like inundated with clones of so many, like not individuality, if that makes sense, like a lack of it, um, where I'm hoping, um, and I do believe that, like you said, like the the foggy goggles are going to start to clear for 2024. Because I, I feel like even, I don't know, this new moon that we had in Sagittarius, which would have been at the beginning of December, I felt this big shift in that. I was like, oh, here we go. Now we're moving into something a little bit like less like oppressive. Does that make sense? I feel like we've been oppressed. And I know that sounds really harsh, but if you lived in Melbourne the last couple of years, it's been very oppressive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can imagine what the rest of the world has been like. And it's also been a year, like I said, I'm not an astrologer, but it was a year that astrology was really um, like a poignant for me, if that's even a word, like it was in my face. Everywhere I looked, it was like astrology. And I don't know if that's just because it, it started to take its own um, like energy, but, you know, almost like every single quarter, there was a cycle ending from 10 years ago, from 15 years ago. It was like big kind of yearly cycles that were all like, this was the year that it was all ending. So I'm really looking forward um, from what I've been like, well, from what I've heard on the astrological, like, you know, grapevine that we're all starting new cycles in 2024, 2025, that kind of see us in a really more positive way, less oppressed, more humanitarian, more spiritual, more really connected with, our core and it's it's something that does come up in 2024 um because interesting like when I sat with some of the insights which I'll share with you they kind of said this is what's going to happen now but you're going to feel it in xyz so I definitely feel like there's new cycles coming yes I love it let's talk about 2024 but I just wanted to also let people know that obviously when it comes to when we're talking about 2023 there are so many different aspects that each individual might tap into I think it's also important to note that with that there was lots of like love and celebration and I'm sure Mm -hmm. happiness and different kind of themes that people were tapping into but it is very interesting to observe the parts that felt out of alignment for us and the lessons Mm -hmm. that people need to sit with so we could they can take that into 2024 and integrate it as opposed to just as opposed to just like closing the door on it like I think each each year is like an an era right and it's like how can we take Mm -hmm the lessons, the wisdom and integrate aspects of it, but then choose to close the door on some other things as well. Totally. And it's funny you say close the door because I've kind of like, I think for a lot of people, if they haven't closed the door on certain situations or kind of just like allowed cycles to end already, then you're definitely going to get it before New Year's Eve. That's for sure. Because I feel like 2023 was to teach you stuff so you could close out cycles, but so you could end the year with a little bit more clarity on what cycles you want to um, continue on with because there's a a, a new leveling up mm. and which ones you want to kind of really like start fresh on so if yeah if they haven't closed it out then the universe will close it out for you before the first of jan that's for sure <laughs> yeah that's so true and you know what i actually am reflecting i agree with you the shift from the new moon in sagittarius i think it was actually Last week, it was like Tuesday the 12th. I remember I held a new moon ritual as part of one of my programs and we all felt it. We Mm -hmm. all felt it and it was like this, but it was like a a sense of lightness and happiness and just like that Sagittarius kind of bountiful energy, which which is really cool. So I feel like if anyone 
um, yeah, if anyone can kind of sit with that, that could be interesting to see what's been coming through since the last week because I I definitely felt it. Um, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, me too. I've just been like like next level insights. Yeah, and I think that's where the clarity is kind of coming in. So let's talk about twenty twenty four. So what are kind of like the messages that you've been receiving for 2024 and and I love the way you talk about it because you've you kind of tap into the theme so maybe we can create a little bit of structure around the themes Mm -hmm. totally so um let's look at career so kind of kind of gone into that so um when it comes to career in 2024 um I got told like there's going to be a sense of peace being made with uh where you are at um or the chosen career path and the steps that you've like you've agreed with yourself that you're going to take, right, to get to where you're going to get to. So for a lot of people, they've moved into their dream job and that's all well and good. For other people, again, they've made peace with like, right, I may not be in the job that I want to be in. However, I know where I want to go. So I'm going to use this year now to kind of either, you know, study because I kept going to like some people are going to pick up some new study and new learnings in order to forge the different path, you know, and a lot of the stuff that's coming for those who are needing to forge a path, those who are needing to, to embark on some new learnings to really fulfill their goals, because I feel like a lot of people are more equipped with knowing who they are now and um, what they want their career, so to speak to be all about and a lot of people will start to see this come to fruition in 2028 so if you're someone who didn't land their dream job uh now or in the early stages of 2024 don't worry you are working on some really big things and you're going to still feel fulfilled in all of your passion projects behind the scene to get to where you want to go because when you get there it's actually going to be pretty amazing and then others who wanted to um, change their job but it just wasn't the right time so they go like you know what I've got too many commitments family da 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 I can't really afford to kind of go into something new because I don't know how it's going to be the path itself is going to be revealed in the second half of 2024 for you so if you're still feeling like no nah, I can't move I gotta stay you know I'm not sure but I know this this isn't for me then in the second half of 2024, the path will be revealed as to what you need to do and possibly opportunities will come up and you'll be like, that's the thing I've been waiting for. And so you'll have a bit more freedom. That's so funny. That's, that's so powerful and funny, but it's funny because I'm thinking about like five people that are just, <laughs> I would just be like, that's me, that's me, that's me. So that's so, yeah, that's that's really, really powerful. Okay, so, so it feels like there will be even a deeper sense of um, clarity Totally. In the second half when it comes to career. Um, totally. Is that also, have you, are you noticing, I, I don't know if this was like a flow on from last year, but lots of like career changes. A hundred percent. Like, like I think um, 90% of the population either change their job. Uh, we're looking for a job uh, or are very clear that they want to move into a different industry or a, like a whole new job in entirely so for example I had a lot of people who wanted to move into say healing or becoming a healer and that takes time but they they got to that point where they're like I don't want to work as uh you know an admin assistant anymore I want to go and do for example like spinal energetics or something like that they know that there's a process to that but they got that download and so they're going to be working on that so there's um definitely like I would say the theme when it comes to career is finding peace with where they're at, but also understanding where they're going to go. Mm. 
I love that. I love that. And it's almost like, how can they tap into fulfillment, even though their work might not necessarily be that fulfilling? Mm, And so for a lot of people, it will be through their passion projects, their hobbies, their studies, things like that, things that just make them feel alive. So yeah, like, you know, for those who didn't change their job and they really wanted to, like, don't despair, like something bigger, brighter, better is coming for you that you didn't see. And those who did land their dream job, it's not like, at the end of the day, even those people coming um, into the second half of 2024, and I'd say um, a little bit of 2025, they're going to start to get some leveling up themselves to be like, well, now that in my dream job, what else can I find fulfilling? Because everyone knows once you get what you want, there comes a point where you're like, I want something better. I want something bigger. And so it may not be in their career, but they're going to start to look for fulfillment elsewhere to give them that, you know, that drive, that ambition, that, you know, go, go, go. Cause we all, we crave, you know, um, change and like choices and decisions and like fulfillment. Like I know a lot of people say like, Oh no, I just like to be comfortable. No, you don't. Maybe in one aspect you do, but in other aspects, you, you live for the thrill of whatever it is that you're chasing. Absolutely. I think it's, I love that. And I think when it comes to the career fulfillment piece, it's like, how can we also look at it with a different lens and be like, how is the current work that I'm doing really serving my passions, my dream? Mm -hmm. You know, if it's managing people, like if it's self-leadership, if it's like, what aspects can I, can I actually see that's benefiting me and trying to leverage that as much Mm -hmm. as possible in my current because it's going to help you in the, in, um, you know, in your passions, in your, in your business or whatever it is that you're doing on the side. Um, Totally. And it's just like that energy of trust as well and knowing that you don't have to have that dog paddling energy just because, for example, you don't change your careers or land your dream job or nothing changes from the first six months, for example. It's also mm-hmm. trusting and believing that like there's a path, there's things are lining up for you and mm-hmm. coming back to also that surrender and trust too. Yeah, totally, 100%. And like I said, there is still kind of a lot of changes in Korea. And you know what, I've actually... Um, found that a lot of people uh, have come to the realization that their purpose doesn't have to be linked to their career. Because there was a time probably like in the last, maybe like 10 years ago, it was really, really apparent. I remember like it was for me back then. It's kind of like if you weren't uh, living your purpose in your career and making money from it, that you had failed. And so a lot of people were feeling like, oh, well, I'm not living my purpose if I'm stuck in this job. And it's like, well, hang on a moment. Maybe your purpose doesn't have to be linked to your career and about making money. Maybe your purpose is, is greater than just your everyday job or what you perceive to be your everyday job. So I think a lot of people are starting to see that um, career should be a place that you do feel happy in because you're there for a long a lot of the time but that doesn't that shouldn't take away from you still pursuing other things that make you happy and fulfilled that are still part of your purpose yeah I love that so mm. much beautiful. yeah so that was a career one and then I've broken love into two separate um areas one is like the singles who are single and ready to mingle and then the coupled ones because obviously they're the two different things so when I look at love for the single people I kept getting told that opportunities in love will be bountiful if you are after someone or something new so if you are open to love then 2024 will bring in opportunities for you to explore that side of yourself right some people are not into it some people are just like nah 
I just want to focus on X, Y, Z. I don't want a relationship. So for those who are, you know, in a relationship with themselves um, and you are open to letting someone in, then there will be many opportunities for 2024 for a lot of people. Because this this kind of oppression energy that and this stagnant energy that we've been feeling in 2023, it's like the floodgates were open. So I won't be I wouldn't be surprised if people start meeting their soulmates and start getting engaged and it becomes really rather than the last couple of years where we've seen a lot of like breakups on social media, like in the celebrity space, we start seeing like this person got together, that person got together. So there's going to be a lot of opportunities for those who are single, if you want it. Um, there's also going to be um, past relationships will be revisited, which is really interesting that came up. So this could be either to close the door for good on someone so if you've had someone that's been in and out of your life, um, they will come back or you will maybe contact them because you want closure. For others, this is going to be a conversation that is taking place in order to heal whatever was broken before or whatever caused you pain and hurt. And then for others, it's going to be um, to see if there's a spark there. Can they really rekindle this? Like, is there something there? So there is going to be past relationships um, and it, they didn't kind of say whether they ended badly or good. There was just kind of like, this is an opportunity. Either you close the door, either you uh, you both get healing from this conversation or you, you know, a spark has been rekindled. And then there, so that's like one aspect. The other aspect were where you met someone and it just wasn't the right time or they kept being blocks. So it's about relationships that didn't get a chance to get off the ground due to whatever, blocks, fears, you know, no one had healed yet. There was external influences, whatever, right? So something was um, not allowing this connection um, to really forge ahead, not because the two parties weren't trying, but because there were just too many obstacles, right? These people are also going to have the opportunity to have another look in to this relationship dynamic. Um, and if you are keen, if both parties are keen, then this could definitely turn into a very long-term commitment so this could be like twin flames that people talk about or soulmates or something along those lines because that's been kind of, that's words been thrown around I kind of don't like labels but for your audience is kind of like that type of stuff so there's three different um, scenarios being played out for singles so if you want a relationship it's going to be there if you want to revisit a past relationship for whatever reason it's going to be there and for those who the relationship just couldn't get off the ground you're going to have another go. There's another chance at it is what I'm trying to say. And if you, because I feel like those ones, there's still love there. That's what I kept getting told. I, I kept getting told like there's still a deep connection. There's still love there. And it's just a matter of two people going, right. I feel like when I'm, we're now in a better place, there's still issues. There's still kind of fears or whatever, but we're both strong now to kind of actually forge forward and not let um, outside influences kind of shake the foundation again so that's for singles do you think that I love that do you think that there was also because there was such a big like growth journey this year for a lot of people mm. that yep. they have because they like kind of lost and found themselves multiple times over that then mm -hmm. now they're in that place where they're more grounded to open up their hearts to someone because they have that perhaps stronger sense of self totally and that's what I mean like I feel like that's why they were saying like past relationships um, and ones who didn't get off the ground are going to be able to come back around. Not everyone's going to want to go back to a, a past relationship. Some people have this idea of like, no, nah, if it's in the past, it's in the past. Or that was like, I got hurt too much about that and I've grown up here. 
but I feel like, yes, because there's been kind of, like you said, that re kind of negotiating with themselves and figuring them out. It makes sense why. And I, and I saw this even with my clients, they would, they would meet someone and it's amazing. And then it would like, there'd be a block and then come back around. And, but each time they came back around, it would just became stronger and stronger, stronger. Right. Um, and the ones that were a little bit toxic, they kind of got rid of. But I do think that this is why I think in 2024, people are going to be like, I know who I am now. And I, and I think I can, I can actually give you what I couldn't give you before. And this is on both parties. This isn't like, you know, I'm talking about men against women or it's like both, doesn't matter about the gender. I think it's both people um, contributed, whether you want to look at it or not in a particular way to that kind of, you know, dynamic. That's a very, very cool insight. And that's very exciting because I, yes. I am even just like thinking about people that I know. I'm like, mm. <laughs> Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I I could see your face when I was talking. You're like, oh, and this person. Oh, yeah. You could probably person, see my person. eyes being like, oh, 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 oh. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I love that. Okay, so now love for couples, married people, partners, whatever your label is. Um, I kept getting told. So you guys are going to have a surge of intimacy. Like, there's going to be this rush of spark that gonna, is going to kind of inflame the both of you, right? And it's because. A lot of probably 2023 and maybe even 2022 for a lot of like coupled people with responsibilities, whether that's being kids or property or whatever your responsibilities are, work, even like work has been pretty massive for a lot of people as a block. Um, the Like the intimacy has lacked or this kind of burning desire to uh, reconnect again, in how you were before all these commitments came into play. So this surge of intimacy will probably be in, um, I keep getting told it's going to happen two major parts, but it's got to do with um, the weather as well. So if you and your partner are into like the cooler weather, then yours is probably going to be like, um, you know, maybe like autumn, winter. And if you're, you and your partner are into kind of warmer weather, then it's going to be more to do with like the summer, spring time period, right? You're going to get this intimacy because it's, it's got to, to do with what makes you um, excited, right? And so when this happens, you both are going to feel it. And so it's like, you're, you're going to really make intimacy in 2024 a priority. So whatever you have been working on, I think you're going to put aside um, in during times and negotiate, not negotiate like, okay, we've got to go every Friday on a date night, but you're going to rather, rather than being like, oh, honey, I really got to finish this proposal. You're just going to be like, if the intimacy is there and you're, you're, you're on a roll and there's banter, you're not going to allow life to kind of halt just going with the flow, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think all couples like going, yeah, especially one's got kids. <laughs> that is so funny. This is the thing, guys, if you're listening, when it, if you ever have a reading with Julie or some sort of interaction, it's like she's speaking into your mind. Like you're like, <laughs> oh, what? That was just so interesting that you said that. And I'll, and I'll share a little bit anyway about that reflection because I feel like in my own relationship, that's already coming up. Like there has been such a shift in... Um, connection and intimacy and not that it wasn't there it's just ignited Mm -hmm. much more since summer even just a short period of time since summer and for us when you said the seasons I'm thinking oh that's interesting because they're cuddling more or what's that about but then I thought oh no season yeah like we like to host we like to like get out and about and do things and we're very social and that's the energy going on now and so I just think that's such an interesting insight and I'm Mm -hmm. I'm 
I wonder if that's landing for a lot of people. I bet it is. Totally. And if if you know that you and your partner are better off in the summer, warmer weather, like spring, summer, then during the colder months, like autumn, winter, where you really want to hibernate, maybe this is where you need to make more of an effort to create intimacy, to create, um, you know, those moments, make more of an effort. But in the in the in the seasons that you resonate with, go with the flow, be fun, be flirty, kind of just be more yourself and don't necessarily try so hard. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I got is for some relationships, um, they're going to have to be renegotiated in the terms of the level of commitment that is brought to the table. So balance is going to be restored in relationships. So you'll find that for a lot of people, maybe one person was following their dreams or their goals. And so the other person had to pick up a little bit more of the slack. Um, and so you'll find that in 2024, it's that there is going to be coming to the table and going, right. These are our new goals. This is what we both want as individuals, right? Because I feel like it's still important that our individual dreams um, are still worked on, but you'll probably find there's going to be a renegotiation of, okay, so during this time when you're in study mode, um, I'm going to pick up the slack, but when you're not in study mode, you're going to have to kind of do this element. Does that make sense? I feel like gone are the days where it's like 50-50 and I think, um, as much as that is a beautiful concept, it's kind of not reality in this day and age. So, you know, if you're coming to the table and I think it's something that you need to re- um, like negotiate on a regular basis. Like I feel like a lot of couples negotiated when they first met or when they first got married and this was their goals and then it's just kind of forgotten. And But I think that in 2024, we're going to have to renegotiate on the regular to be like, hey, I've only got 20% to give this week because I've got X, Y, Z. But next week I'm, I can match you at like 50-50 or 60-40 or whatever you need. So I think that's kind of where we need to have more open discussions about what does this relationship look like, moving away from the old ideals of relationships as well. Um, I think that's super, super important. And I think taking the pressure off um, both like people, because I think in, in some constructs there's like, well, um, the woman needs to go be boss lady and, don't worry about everything else. And then in other constructs, it's like, oh no, the man has to provide for you. It's like, well, hang on a moment. Why can't we, why can't we negotiate what is right for our situation? That's super important. So I think a lot of those hierarchical ideals of like uh, union, marriage, intimacy, um, sexuality, relationship, that is all changing. And I think it's important that it becomes what the two people in the relationship really um, are looking for and how they want to express themselves within the relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, Some relationships are also going to move away from the status quo and redefine actually what commitment means for them in terms of do we get legally married or do we have a commitment ceremony? And it's literally one or the other. There's no going to be like in between. It's like, I believe in marriage. Let's sign a piece of paper. Let's do this whole big thing. Or you know what? I love you and I want to have a party, but I don't want to sign a piece of paper. So let's have a commitment ceremony. Some people are going to want to move in together and some people are going to want to live apart and still have a really solid, solid long-term relationship where maybe their assets are still combined. Maybe they have, uh, you know, a portfolio of, you know, a property together or investments, but they live separately. Now this could be age related or could just be young people as well. Like there's no kind of like set rules. And then there's also, um, I think people are going to make very, very distinct decisions about I want kids or I don't want kids. 
or merging of assets, merging of families, what's your, or even being really specific about this is mine, this is yours, and this is ours. It's very, very defined. So some relationships are going to kind of move into a very defined role that it, from the outside looks weird to some people, um, but to them it works. And this is what I mean. Like I think a lot of things are going to be torn down as to what used to be known as normal relationships. And this is really important because I remember um, I've had a lot of clients this year talk about how they haven't felt safe to talk about their relationships, right, um, to their friends or their family because it doesn't fit an ideal circumstance. And this is really, really sad because um, they have every right to speak about their relationship even though it doesn't look like what you would expect for them. Because interestingly enough, the ones that were making the comments were the ones who weren't living the ideal relationship that they were, you know, spruiking. And I think this is really important. So if you are someone who found yourself in those situations, just remember that the world is now changing and whatever used to be classified as normal is going to be redefined and you will have more freedom to kind of be in the relationship that suits you. So that's why I really love 2024 for, for love and romance. And, and you know, sometimes this, this um, I'm talking about relationships, but it could also represent friendships as well. It doesn't have to be romantic. Do you know what I mean? Like it's whatever you want to, however you want to define your um, connections. Absolutely. And I feel like the themes coming out of that is like ind individuality, like embracing your individuality and totally that self-expression and that communication, because in order to have those things in place, you know, in order to be like renegotiating things constantly from a relationship perspective, or in order to do things that might not necessarily look like the status quo, we need to kind of have that real kind of like embodiment of authenticity and uniqueness mm -hmm. to then be able to express what it is that we, we desire. Um, but totally happen without that kind of self-expression, without that communication. So I'm wondering if that's something that we also kind of learned from 2023 um, when totally. it comes to the importance of the communication piece, because if you probably look a couple of years back, maybe even 2020 and 2021, the communication probably wasn't that strong because we all went inwards or we all kind of communicating mm -hmm. in a very kind of artificial way. Totally. And I think this is like what you're saying is 100% correct with like the things because, you know, um, back in the day, we used to be told like, you know, oh, you know, don't like, you know, rock the boat, don't kind of like say what you need. And I think boundaries was a word um, that create like had a bit of like a harsh connotation around it, if that makes sense. So when people said like, you must set your boundaries, like it, it would freak people out because I'd be like, well, I don't want to be mean. I don't want to like, I just want to, I just want to say what I feel, but I don't want to be mean and hurt the other person. And this is what I think we're moving into because where I think 2023 taught us about unconditional love. So if you haven't got the concept of what unconditional love is, then you'll soon start to kind of um, learn it within 2024 and 2025 as we're specifically as we're moving into the age of Aquarius being humanitarian and it's all about like unconditional love. It's about taking restrictions and expectations off yourself and off others. And it's about allowing people to show up as who they want to be. Now, you don't have to accept who they want to be. Like, that's where your boundary comes into play, right? If you just go, well, I kind of like don't like how you're showing up, but you know what? All hats off to you. You do you. I'm going to go do me. That's, that's all the boundary is. It doesn't mean you have to be harsh, but it allows you to have empathy for yourself first if the situation is making you feel good. 
if it doesn't make you feel good, then yet you can speak your piece. And if the other person wants to compromise within that to find a happy medium, tick, tick for everyone. Otherwise, go off and find your tribe that you feel resonate at your frequency um, that you can still be yourself at. But again, boundaries isn't something that you set and you forget. Boundaries are something that you renegotiate all the time because how you shop in one situation will have to be different in how you shop in another. And so different boundaries are going to have to be um, looked at. And even yourself, like, you know, do you have a boundary set up because out of fear and so you're protecting yourself? Uh, and if that's the case, and have a look at what is your fear, where did it start from, and maybe there needs to be some healing because not every person that you encounter is going to be like the person you encountered a long time ago that maybe crossed your boundary. And that's why I think 2024 is all about consistently speaking your truth, having open conversations, um, telling people how you feel in the moment. Don't hold back. And again, you don't have to be harsh. It's about always coming um, at every conversation with empathy and listening to the other person, but then also allowing um, yourself to create the space to speak. So if someone isn't giving you the space, you command it, you create it. You just say, hey, I just need to say this. And you say it in the moment because when you go back and you reflect and then you get angry at yourself and all of a sudden it's gone. And then you just go back in the same situation and then the same thing happens and then resentment builds up and then trauma and then all hell breaks loose. So another cycle again. Yeah, another cycle begins. So it's best to kind of like, again, I think 2024 is going to allow us to speak our truth actually. So um, don't worry about if you say something that upsets them. Like if you're always coming from a place where it's a good intention, their upset is just a trigger that has no reflection on you and they will then reflect and then they'll come back and be like, I actually get where you're coming from. I'm sorry. So give it, give them the opportunity to apologize. I think, but you got to tell them why you're upset in the first place. You have to communicate and express to give them the opportunity to reflect. Totally. Otherwise they don't know. They don't know what they don't know. This reminds me of what my husband said to me a couple of years ago. He's like, if you don't know, maybe not. Yeah. A couple of years ago, if you don't tell me, how am I supposed to know? And I remember reading in like in, this book and it said exactly that it was like you you can never expect someone to be able to read your mind and totally. it's something so simple but just like communicating our needs mm -hmm. 100% and you know look there's there's going to be times that maybe you can't always communicate your needs especially if someone's going say for example your partner's going through a really difficult time but once that difficult time is coming to an end and you, you can kind of both sit back and reflect on it, then you can say like, hey, you know what? Like, I didn't know how to help you and I felt like I was pushed to the side and I didn't really like that feeling and da, da, da. So you've got to let them know because everyone's going to go through hardship, you know, more than once in their lifetime. So chances are if this is like your long-term life partner, they're going to go through that again, maybe in five or 10 years time. So you don't want them to repeat the same scenario and you feel terrible again so you know if, again if they're going through a really difficult time you go oh fuck, I can't really say anything here um, then wait until you both are in a really good place that your partner is going to receive how you felt in the moment but they're also going to um, most likely see you in a different light in a really positive way to be like wow I really put them through the ringer and they they were my rock and that's going to go a long way. So 
be mindful of that. Um, Okie dokie. So the other theme I've got is finances. There's a lot of stuff coming up. I'm really sorry, but I just offer share. Yeah. Okay. Um, so under finances, I got financial stability for most will be reached from about April onwards. Um, and it's what you perceive as your stability to be. So for a lot of people, they're still going to be feeling like a little bit uh, pinched at certain times. And it might just be because it's Christmas and kids are on school holidays. And I still think we're going to have like maybe one or two more interest rate increases, especially in the first half of next year. But it feels like from April onwards, people are just going to be like, you know what? This is my new normal and I've got this and now I know what I need to do moving forward, right? Um, and there's also going to be many um, working on their goals this year in order to um, create abundance in their life. So whatever that means for them. So you'll find that a lot of people, uh, and this might be like passion projects, like I mentioned before, when it came to like career. So if you didn't land your dream job, but you've got more insights about really where you're meant to be, if you're working on certain goals, I kept getting told that in 2027, for some people, they're going to experience a level of abundance that they've never experienced in their whole entire life, right? So some people are going to reach stardom or fame. Some people are going to be able to make a lot, a lot of money. So it's whatever abundance is for you. Or some people are going to get real fulfillment in their goals being achieved. And this seems to be bearing fruit around 2027 onwards. So wherever you are in 2027, if you've been actively working on your finances, working on your goals, knowing that this is you being of service and bringing you fulfillment, don't be surprised if what 2027 onwards brings is more of the abundance. So I feel that a lot of people are going to go into just consistently abundant, abundant, abundant. All I'd say about that is if you had made a deal with the universe that if you were to reach a particular point that you would do X, Y, Z in like gratitude, make sure you do it. That's all I can say. Because I feel like a lot of people have been, you know, asking the universe for certain things um, in return. For, and in if they get it, they'll kind of do this for humanity. Make sure you do it because um, I've seen it like, you know, through other people where they haven't and then it's all kind of like gone a bit pear-shaped. So make sure you keep your, your deal with the universe. That's all I can say. Um, for other people, I kept getting told um, 2024 is also going to be a year of not overspending and not over materializing your world. So it doesn't mean that you can't go off and, you know, buy that handbag or go on that holiday, but it means like you're not going to be going, oh, I need that dress in every single color that it's available. So I feel like a lot of people um, have learned through 2023, it's not about being frugal, but it's about understanding what it is that you actually need. So 2024 is about what is it do I need and how do I um, make it a reality for me? So it's in career, in love, and it's definitely in finances as well, right? Um, so I would say when it comes to, and I'll talk about the home because there's something about here with like property and that kind of um, goes into the financial aspect as well. Um, before I do that, it just feels like for a lot of people, uh, the second half of 2024 and in the first half of 2025, this is kind of where a lot of the financial freedom will be felt, like a lot of financial freedom. So you'll find that the world will stabilize a little bit. Um and that's kind of, so if in the first half you feel a bit like, ah, that's okay. Second half, you're going to feel a little bit more freedom. But I think it's because you've learned how to manage your money better as well. Mm, I, I like that because it almost feels like 
perhaps there was a bit more floundering before. Um, mm-hmm. Now it's a bit more considered and yes. a bit more um, intentional around the use of money and where it's going and alignment with values and goals as opposed to just getting like these dopamine hits all the time. Totally. And I think we saw that. I remember in COVID when people were saying like, um, you know, when the government was like handing a lot of money and then you would see on social media like, oh yeah, I bought a new car with the money. And it's just like, and then you've got all these people like struggling. It's kind of like um, we're moving away from that kind of um, unnecessary spending. Yeah. And we're, we're a little bit more thoughtful in, in ourselves and what we actually need moving forward. And I wonder if it's also got to do with the 2023 kind of going through that cycle of finding ourselves to then know that we're not spending in order to like um, fill certain voids. Totally. And that's what we did back in, like, you know, if you think about um, the restrictions of those couple of years during COVID, um, we, we all needed some level of validation of existence. Do you know what I mean? So I, I get it. For so a lot of people, it was money. For some people, it was like, you know, I think I think those dating apps went like haywire during like COVID. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, I need to get I need to get a fix somewhere. And it's if you're locked by yourself, well. confused. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I, I get it. And it's probably why relationships are being renegotiated and are becoming a little bit more stable in 2024. Um, when I looked at homes, it's like home life, I kept getting told, um, so for a lot of people, if you are embarking on a home renovation in 2024, for some of you you're going to go yep I love it I'm going to stay here for the rest of my life for a lot of you you would have thought about oh I'm doing this renovation because you know we're going to stay here for the rest of our life but you'll find that um, opportunities are going to present themselves where it's more beneficial for you to finish the reno and sell or rent the property and go somewhere else so I think for a lot of people um, their, their chosen location at this moment in time as we're recording is going to be very different to actually where they end up by the end of 2024. I feel like a lot of people are going to be moving, like moving out of like their property, whether they sell it, rent it or whatever. Um, but I think this is a good thing. I think there's been a lot of stagnancy. I think, you know, again, I'm going back to the COVID thing because I think 2023 um, links back to 2020, if that makes sense, in some aspect. I think during COVID, we ran away to different countries, different states, right? Um, or we wanted, especially those in Melbourne, I think like half of Melbourne moved to Queensland. Anyway, and so uh, we joke about it, but it's actually quite serious. So <laughs> um, true. So you're yeah, so true. So I think in 2024, people are actually going to start to be like, well, where do I really want to be? Like, like, do you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of thought in 2024 and it makes sense. Like if you follow astrology, I think, a lot of planets are going to be direct that haven't been direct all at the same time in like maybe like 300 years or something ridiculous. And they all predominantly all going to sit in air signs, which is where I think this clarity and a lot of thought is coming into play. So a lot of people are going to like change residence, probably change like location, maybe interstate, maybe overseas. There's a lot of opportunities coming for people in many things that are going to um, create this change in location. It could be love, it could be work, it could be family, or it could just be a change of scenery. We're gonna we're gonna see that whole um, what's that word that people use back in the day? That sea change or tree change, uh, and then everyone started coming back into the to the seat like the city, and then we're kind of fluxing out again. We're gonna see that kind of a little bit more as well. But wherever you end up, it's better placed for you. So don't freak out if you're 
for some people, even if they have to move financially, it's still going to be better because if their house is costing them too much um, in the location or the size, they're going to find something that suits their needs. Um, and that sense of like freedom, not being, not feeling like choked due to like mortgage repayments or stuff, they're going to have more opportunities to travel, more opportunities to do other things. So I feel like for them not to kind of like freak out if they do move, it'll be in their best interest. Um, for those who are happy in their location, happy in their home, they're going to make their home more homely. So at the moment, it feels like maybe 2023 created chaos or, or chaotic energy in the home, possibly like too much decluttering, too much kind of moving furniture around you, and it didn't feel homely or it felt kind of like I'm just doing this because I feel like I have to do this because I got I don't know how else to kind of um you know, funnel this energy that's within me or this confusion. So you'll find those people who really love where they are, they're going to relook at their home and make it homely. Does that make sense? Possibly paint something, maybe bring in some soft, soft furnishings, maybe put in like a fireplace, whatever works for them, whatever makes it homely. So I definitely feel like if you've been feeling, um, <clears throat> excuse me, chaotic, you're going to make your home more homely. Now, there's also going to be a change in the property market. I don't know why this came through. So anyone who's a real estate agent, this might make sense to them because I feel like this is something that is on the download. But I got there's going to be a change in the property market as a whole in the second half of 2024. Um, and this is kind of really going to affect homeowners as well as renters. So it almost feels like it's a massive, um, it's like a massive win so it's not like like a defeat or anything like that. It's going to be like something is going to redirect the property market that is going to allow there to be a better flow of money for the majority of people. Now, I don't know if this means that there's going to be some new legislative changes from the government um, or possibly there's going to be uh, more regulations when it comes to uh, the real estate market or how they operate or developers or something along those lines. I kept getting told it's like everything is like in the talks at the moment and then we kind of are aware of it in the second half of 2024. And because of this change, because of uh, new rules or regulations, there's going to, we're going to see more of like a flow of money either better spent by the government, um, either um, better utilized in the property market, but it's going to help those who have to pay money for where they live technically mm -hmm. that's kind of like the the gist of it so hold on to the second half of 2024 because i think it's going to be really really positive for a lot of people in um just in the flow of money in general mm -hmm. i feel right yeah. because I, I think there's going to be some major legislative changes not just in the property market but i feel like in a lot of different areas and it's going to be stagnant so we might see the first change um, government-wise uh, around April, May. Then there's another one uh, around, um, I'd say like September, October. And then there's like another hit coming into end of 2024, start of 2025. So it seems to be like three significant um, regulatory, legislative, something or other shifts that affect our home, which then has a knock-on effect on our money flow, which is positive. Love that. That's that. The theme, questions? Very apparent themes. Like it's all like tying together, even though we're looking at different kind of areas. There's all got mm -hmm. similar themes where it's like you've mentioned 2027, 2028. It's like the kickoff of like great abundance. And then you're saying there's more clarity coming through. There's more certainty. So that makes sense that there will be perhaps 
potentially more opportunities in the second half as we're getting more grounded in the first half. Like, mm -hmm. makes sense, makes sense. Um, and then the last one I got was well-being, which is really, really big for a lot of people because we all have gone through some form of um, healing in, you know, the last couple of years. So I got that healing is still going to be at the top of everyone's list in 2024. Um, and it's for a variety of modalities. So it's like the GP, it's like energy-based, talk therapy, holistic therapy. It's still going to be a, a big thing for a lot of people. So people are going to still like um, search out the right person. Now, what I got is that um, because people are going to go through change, like we've already gone through change to figure ourselves out, I felt like um, this year it's like people were seeking some advice, some healing. But because it was a, a year of reflection in 2023, it made people pull back from really kind of um, venturing out so much, right? Because it's just like, well, what's the point of me doing that if I don't even know I want that anymore? So it was very much kind of like, ah, if I get, if I get healing is actually going to work because I don't know what is like, what's wrong with me kind of scenario. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I feel like because we're going through some really beautiful changes that these changes are going to be um, more positive, right? Um, but with positive change, you still feel unsettled. So it's a different unsettling. 2023 was like unsettling, but I'm going to stay put because I just want to, I just want to sit in this feeling and understand it a bit better because it's going to make me understand myself as we move into change it's like oh it's really positive great things are happening but I don't know what I don't know and if I don't know what I don't know I'm freaking out now mm -hmm. so this is where um you know people are going to start to seek more wise counsel they're going to start to explore different therapies in order to bring about a sense of well-being because um I would actually say it is more unsettling to feel um, less empowered in moments where your life is in a good place mm. than it is when your life is not in the best place. It's like, well, this just adds to the shit. Do you know what I mean? It's like, if this is shit, that's shit, everything's shit. But when everything's going really well and one thing turns out shit, you just go, what the fuck is going on? You just, you freak out. So I think, you know, if you are in that space, don't be afraid to get the clarity that you know. Don't be afraid to go get a healing so you can open up to the blessings because it's just going to be fear, right? We just fear positive change because once your life is in a really good place, you fear that it can be taken away from you and you don't want to go back to what you once had. It's like you've got more to lose. Totally, right? So rather than looking at I've got more to lose, be like I've got more to gain. So how do I open myself up to understanding this better how do I open myself up to receiving more do you know what I mean yes I love that so much I'm so glad that you had a category on well-being because I I also wonder is it also around like understanding that we need to do the work to have the ability to hold more so then when we experience more alignment success wealth, career change, whatever it is that we're desiring, we're going to be able to actually hold that, not just freak out and self-sabotage mm -hmm. it. Totally. And that's the whole thing of healing. Like that's why people say like, there's no such thing as like, I am healed because healing, so to speak, or gaining clarity is an ever evolving part of the human life, right? Like you said, the more you open yourself up, the more you can hold. Once you hold more, your capacity is full. 
And at what point do you just stop your capacity? You don't, you grow, you grow your spiritual awareness, you grow your awareness to who you are. There's like an, like there's ever ending, there's what's the word? There's a never ending evolution that's um, available to you, right? Because if the universe is so expansive that we don't know every intricate detail, then it means you don't know every intricate detail about yourself mm. because we are connected to the universe. So we are vast and expansive ourselves. So allow yourself to, like you said, even when you're in a good place, continue that healing, continue that journey. And you might chop and change different healers or different modalities, you know, different ways of receiving clarity, whatever it is for you, that's okay. But continue don't just stop you can definitely have a moment of pause and be like oh I just need to integrate it all because like it's so so full on but the moment you go like oh I feel like I need something more or I feel like I'm I'm held at a capacity where um you know I can't take on anymore then this is a point where it's about okay why are you taking on so much maybe take a step back and be like do I really need to have my tank filled with xyz and then you can start to remove certain things or allow yourself to gain more knowledge. Do you know what I mean? Um, the other thing that I got, which I really love about this, is I feel like the last couple of years, um, spirituality, and I use that very loosely, um, has been given almost like, um, like a magic wand has been waved on it and it's become the be-all and end-all of life. Right. And so this is what we we're talking about um, earlier on when you were saying about, um, you know, your career doesn't always have to be like your passion doesn't have to be always linked to your career. And I think a lot of people who jumped on the spiritual bandwagon because it was like cool, or the in thing to, to be doing. I think those people are now starting to learn that you can still take what you've learned in your spiritual awareness and apply it to things that actually make sense to you. So if you are someone who um, is more practical or clinical or more educational and not kind of like, you know, a reader or a healer or stuff, stuff like that. Like I think those who are readers and healers who that's been their purpose, they've been doing it for a long time and they will continue to evolve and evolve into something even grander within their space. And I think, like I said, the ones who kind of jumped on it on the cool bag, cool kind of like a bandwagon will go, right, I don't want to do this anymore because I don't think it's, um, I love that I'm being of service, but I want more. And so they'll redirect their gifts into the things that actually bring them fulfillment in their passions. Does that make sense? Um, and I really love this because I, I did start to see, and I've had a lot of clients say it to me as well, it's like there's this, it, it became like the spiritual, the spiritualness became, what's the word I'm wanting to use? Maybe you've got a better word. Kind of like. You mean like the, 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 instead of just like looking at spirituality, like a hit or like the cool thing or the be all and end all, they've been able to infuse it more in their life. Is that what you mean? Totally. Yes. So rather than it just being kind of like, um, I'm going to do this or I'm going to kind of make it. It became like from what I could see on like just on social media, it kind of um, lessened the beauty of connection, if it that makes sense. It. it diluted yes, it. That's, yes, yeah. it diluted it. It made it just like, oh, hang on a moment. That's a little bit. I just put everyone in one box as opposed to, um, you know, not every message is for you. Like your message is for you. So if you want your message, then go seek someone to give you your message. But it just became like too much of like a everybody in the same boat. Yes. Does that make sense? And do you feel also when it, on the spirituality piece that perhaps like 
because there's so many different um, modalities, aspects, like if you're looking, I, I feel like people got too fixated on, I want to say like the language or a specific mm -hmm. area instead of what it actually represents and what it actually yeah. means as opposed to I want to do like astrology or I want to do this or I want to do that it's like it's not like a, a, an expertise or a field like yes of course understanding that helps us it provides us with like language and clarity but I think it's like understanding at a big level what it actually means is that totally yes 100% yeah it kind of like it just made it almost like oh yeah, like spirituality is just like reading a book. If mm. I read it, that, then I'm spiritual and da, da, da. It's like, well, hello. It's like, you're not learning the the lessons. This, this is probably why people were um, like this year, why so many people struggled with this reflectiveness because, and a lot of people turned away from spirituality. Do you know what I mean? In in what they were first doing back a couple of years ago, they turned away from going, well, universe isn't working for me. Like I can't trust it anymore. Da, da, da. It's like, well, you haven't learned the lesson of, that trust and that surrender and you know not it's not like a shiny toy that you just pick up and you know you drive away with and you throw it away when you're done it's kind of it's not about that it's like a it's a way of being because we all are spiritual we all have the ability to tap into it I think people are just tapping into it for the wrong reasons and those who are tapping into it for the right reasons are now going to see that they can take it and do something really good, but it's still linked to their passion. And I remember I had this example just to kind of share with people. I remember when I used to work in retail as a store manager and um, and I still get people who I used to manage um, like reach out to me and say like, oh, you know, when, when we were like working with you and I don't remember saying anything, but this is what I mean. Like sometimes just your light and your energy and being around people gives them the strength to go off and fulfill their own dreams. So I have had a lot of people come back and be like, oh yeah, like I've, I'm now doing this. Cause like, you know, uh, we were talking and I was like, I don't remember, but okay, great type of scenario. I'm like, this is, that's perfect. So you know what, like for you, if you are a retail manager, that doesn't mean that you stop your spiritual evolution because it might be like, you know, that customer who's having a bad day sees your smile, sees your energy, really feels like they're being heard by you. And then the rest of the day is amazing, right? Or it might be your staff members. Like you might be mentoring them without ever realizing it on their own spiritual evolution. Do you know what I mean? Like it, you, you don't know um, the effect you have on people when you when you come at it from a really pure place and you like I said you could be your job could be anything you could be like the person that's behind the ice cream counter and you're only like 16 it doesn't matter you have this spiritual light about you and you just emanate it and people feel better when they're with you absolutely so that's what I'm feeling people are going to start to realize that yeah they don't have to kind of like go to Bali and, and do like a retreat and not talk for like 10 days or something to be spiritual you can be spiritual every single day yeah I think that's the key that I want people to understand because I think it became too I don't know like that woo woo um I don't know it's like it was unattainable unless you I don't know went to Peru yeah or something like that yeah or you had to be a specialist in this 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 or in order to be spiritual you needed to understand like all of these kind of modalities and language on all these different things and I just think like that's mm -hmm. just not at its core what it means. No, totally, 100%. Spirituality is a way of being 
and it's what it means to you. Ultimately, it is being of service, of service to yourself and of service to others. How you choose to bring that to life is totally up to you. But even if you just focused on your own spiritual journey and connecting to the light, you will make so much of a difference just by sitting in a room and not actually saying anything because you are so connected to your soul, to yourself. Absolutely. That's so beautiful. I love that so much. Um, So that's kind of what I got for 2024. And then the theme for 2024, now this is just my theme, but I kind of feel like it may resonate with other people. Um, But I know my theme for 2024 is to embrace simplicity um, to bring balance into every situation that I find myself in and to allow myself to receive. Mm. So they're the three things, simplicity, balance, and receiving. Mm, That's beautiful. I love that. That makes so much sense considering all the kind of aspects we've covered. And I like Mm -hmm. simplicity. I like simplicity because I feel like there was a lot of overload and overwhelm this year. And I feel Mm -hmm. like how can we use that as a lesson and and, totally. and actually um, filter out what it is and do an audit and understand what it is that we don't need that what and what doesn't serve us so we can be in the fullest expression of ourselves. So things aren't draining us. Totally. And that's, I think, you know, I know for me, like I did a lot of different things this year and uh, I think it was maybe back in, I think it was like July or August, I decided that um, everything that I was doing outside of what my core thing was, was no longer, I wasn't going to take it into 2024. So like, you know, I, like, and we'll talk about what I'm doing a bit later on, but that was my thing to be like, I need a life that's a bit more simple. And with simplicity comes balance naturally, because all of a sudden I have more time for the things that I didn't have time for before, whether that be myself, whether that be the people that I love, um, or just finding balance within um, my own spiritual growth. Do you know what I mean? Like when you're consistently giving, you do grow in that space because you're always connected, but there is something about um, allowing yourself to have your own spiritual revolution Absolutely. and giving yourself time for that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so true. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love that. And is there <laughs> anything else you would like to share? I think that is like very thorough and I really love how we like <laughs> went very deep in the different categories as opposed to just high level things. Yeah, totally. And I think, I think because 2024 is going to be such um, a deep feeling year for a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? I, I definitely, or I even think like 2025 as well. I think um, the next two years is really kind of setting ourselves up for new cycles that we will feel for at least a good 10 years. Mm. So I would say to people, make it count. Like, you know, don't skim on things. Um, You know, make sure that uh, you communicate. Communication is key with everything that we've spoken about because if you don't communicate how you're feeling, your needs, what you love, how you want to show up for other people, then it's really difficult um, to live your life authentically. Absolutely. And that radical kind of honesty I feel like is is part of that too where it's like getting really honest with yourself Mm -hmm. Um, because we can't we can't speak our truth and we can't communicate our needs unless we've like given ourselves the space to get radically honest with like what's working what's not working and I feel like people are just have been too busy to have those conversations with themselves and Mm -hmm. um, 
and afraid of what that's going to bring up for them. But I feel like, as you said, if, if they're not willing to have those conversations, then the cycles are going to continuously um, repeat themselves for the next for the next year. It doesn't matter just because there's new energy happening in the next year. It's, it's mm. going to continue to repeat, right? Yeah, totally. And I think maybe because there is going to be so many um, planets in the air signs and air signs are everything to do with like thoughts, like spoken words. So it wouldn't surprise me if, if there's a lot of truth that gets revealed, you know, possibly even with people that you've known your whole life, all of a sudden they share something with you that you never, ever thought could possibly have been in their orbit. So, you know, be prepared for some. And I don't think any of these truths are going to be negative or harsh. I think a lot of the truths that people are going to express to you is is their their feelings like you know their thoughts and I think it's really beautiful if someone's vulnerable enough with you so definitely like um hold space if someone is coming to you and wanting to share what they've been through or what they're feeling um but also use that as um maybe a sign that you need to do the same thing with whoever you want to do that with as well oh that's so beautiful thank you so much for your time Julie I would love to know You're welcome Tell us how, if anyone's listening, I was like, okay, I need to get into her energy <laughs> and have to, you know, work with you in some ways. Can you tell us a little bit about how they can um, work with you? Yeah, sure. So um, next year for me is really going to be about offering readings. So um, I'm not doing uh, at this stage, I have no intention of teaching or doing any mentoring or doing any podcasting or anything of that nature it really is like I was saying before like I'm taking the time um, to go through my own spiritual evolution revolution uh, so to speak which I've, I've given myself space to do which is why um, for people who want to work with me it predominantly is just going to be a reading so if you are wanting to kind of gain that deeper insights whether it's uh you know about situations whether it's about your lessons whether it's about situations um i have because that's going to be my my core thing for 2024 um i have created different um i guess aspects of how people can can utilize my service so um only like this week i have decided to trial what's called like a 10 minute video session, which means that people who maybe have worked with me in the past um, and just have that one or two questions where they're just like, oh, I don't really need to see Julie for an extended period of time, but I just have one or two questions. Then they can book in the day that they, you know, feel like they want it. So it's not live. It's not like me and them sit in the room together, so to speak. I will record the video and then send it to them. So it's kind of like a quick kind of turnaround for them to get some insights that they might need really quickly. But it's still quite in-depth because anyone who's seen me work, I think 10 minutes is quite a lot of time to get a lot of info through. So that's like the the video session. So again, I'm trialing it because I've had a lot of people go, oh, I just got one question, but you know, like do you do shorter sessions? I'm like, no, not really. Um, so that's like to, for them. So we'll give that a go. Um, there is definitely like the half hour, the one hour, and then the 90 minute sessions that people can book in. And that is online via Zoom. So that's where we converse and we kind of have like a, a proper kind of like reading session. But I am trialing these shorter ones for people who just have like one question they know how it works so they're very open to just being like what's going to happen in this situation and then they get the video kind of scenario so that's pretty much what 2024 is going to look like for me I can't really share too much about my spiritual evolution because um 
I feel like when the time is right with whatever comes from that, I will share that with people because I, I might need a year or two to kind of really um, let that unfold. Um, but the other things that are coming up that people will see me doing is I do, I did, um, I did get asked to write a chapter in a book um, and that book is called Becoming You. Uh, and that will be, I believe, is going to be published sometime, but published and released, I think, in the first half of next year. So when that um, comes about, I will obviously talk a lot more about it. But to give you an indication, it is, I believe, like a collection of, I think, about 20 or so um, people talking about transformation, like what did they go through that has created a, a massive transformational shift in their life. Um, and all the proceeds of those books will go to a charity to allow women to have a voice. So whether it's in domestic violence, whether it's in uh, whatever it is, it's definitely about helping um, those women in need to speak their truth. So that's kind of where all the proceeds are going. So I'm really excited to be part of that um, book collaboration and again I'll tell you more about it um, when I have more details to share uh, and then second thing is um, I have been invited to speak at the International Women's Day High Tea um, for the Food and Fibre Greater Southern Coast in April of next year so I'm super excited so I will be kind of like doing my thing I'll be doing some readings talking about some insights for the industry um, and then I'll be um, on a, like a panel so that way if people like have a question they can ask me from the audience which I'm super excited about because um, that's um, quite big for me in that they will be like politicians there there'll be like some really big kind of known people and like from the news so it's kind of really um exposing me if that makes sense so you know what I mean like because when you're a reader it's like people know who know you through word of mouth and so you you're comfortable to be like well they know who I am type of thing this is just me kind of on center stage saying oh hello everybody who might be skeptical but like I'm a medium so welcome to my world. So I'm super excited and a little bit nervous at the same time because um, once I'm, it's like, you you know, when you're being outed, like once you're outed, that's it. There's no turning back type of scenario. So, but I'm taking that as an opportunity that the universe is like, okay, Julie, like it's, it's time. It's, it's time to kind of, yeah, it's show time, show time, go time. It doesn't matter if like, you know, uh, you uh, put them in a particular category that they might be skeptical. You never know what come from it so that's kind of how I'm looking at it that's so exciting for you I think that's I would love to hear more about that um that event that would be so cool when let me, let me yeah. know when you have the detail when it's kind of um all organized that would be really really cool and it's so exciting yeah. to you on stage and you're going to be just like that spiritual conversation and aspect is going to get like a place on stage yeah. and the person that's chosen yeah, so I'm super excited and I'm hoping that this then just starts the ball rolling for other people, not necessarily to um, have me on, um, you know, their events, but not saying that I wouldn't, I would, but, you know, just kind of, I'm hoping that it just allows other people to be like, oh, well, we should have spiritual people like, and, and, it, and name them as spiritual. Cause I think a lot of people are spiritual in the corporate sector and they probably do approach these events or their you know their work with like these like enlightenment kind of you know words and concepts but maybe they're just not allowed to say that they are spiritual or that they have psychic kind of phenomena within them yeah. so I, I really would like this to be the start of an acceptance that it's okay to sit in this energy and still be welcomed on the round table 
That's so cool. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. Thank you so Thank much you. for your time. This has been such a powerful conversation and I'm sure oh. people listening have taken so much away from this. There's so much gold here and I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Oh yeah. And I guess people, uh, the way to contact me is either through Instagram is, which is at modern.day.medium. Otherwise my website is moderndaymedium.com.au. Absolutely. And I'm going to post those links in the, in the show notes as well. So people can contact you for a reading. And also I've had like a number of readings with Julie and you're just so powerful and the insights and like, just like, how did you know that I was thinking that <laughs> I'm able to articulate that, but that was just so needed. So I just think, um, and also the depth in which you deliver them is, Thank yeah, you. is really, really profound and just something that is not very common I would say um thank you yeah thank you so much for everything that you do and for this conversation because I think it's going to be really cool to like reflect the end of 2024 as well Mm -hmm. totally like I love doing these like um what's coming up for the year ahead because like when I sit back I'm like oh wow that did happen or oh wow like you know I even get like surprised like that's what that meant so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I love it thank you so much everyone we'll catch you you next time on the pod If you're vibing the show, please leave us a review. We would love to be of value to more fierce females and you can totally help us grow. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Fierce Female Co. And don't forget to share this episode podcast on your Instagram story. Tag us and share your top takeaway. I would love to know what you got out of the show. And this is really a great way for you to think about what value this brought to you and how you might use this in your own life. I love you. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the love, light, and fierceness, and we'll see you soon.